Every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jared. What? I feel like a young no more. Write to us. We're very friendly. We'll respond. Much love. I like root beer now. You did me dirty. And welcome to another episode of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. We are live for episode number 29. How you doing, Jer? Phenomenal, Maddie. We had a... To me, we had a great weekend. We Overall, we did. It we was a pretty did. solid weekend overall. Uh, you and I had a bunch of fun on Friday yes, doing some did. stuff for... Uh, I guess we can break the news now. Yes. Uh, the new website coming out regarding uh, the show. We're going to have... All of our information on there. Mm -hmm. You can learn about us. All of our merchandise is going to be up there. And, of course, every episode like is going to be up. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. It should be out maybe a couple, maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. So look forward to that. We had some uh, ups and downs regarding baseball this weekend. And then it felt pretty crazy today. So overall, solid weekend. Definitely a lot of things to talk about, which is always good because we always want more uh, content to share with you guys. But, as always, we have to start with our random question of the day and for today, today is my day it is your turn because of course i talked about the tacos last time so now it's your turn yeah and i actually have four questions to you in a game format oh perfect i like this i'm All excited right. so today's game will be who was drafted first Ooh, all right all right and this is actually going to take place regarding our world series teams oh this is good this is good this is cool because there's both teams are included i like both this. teams Let's will be it. included and uh yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun so here's my first question for you Maddie. perfect let's do this who was drafted first got it blake trinan mm -hmm. or brandon lau that is a good question but i believe brandon lau is probably 28 years old 26 maybe a little younger blake trinan is definitely older i'm gonna go blake trinan blake trinan uh, wrong really so blake was actually taken in the 23rd round of the 2010 draft mm -hmm. pick 707 Brandon Lau was in the third round, number 87 pick in 2015. Oh, wait, 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 no, okay, okay, this is where you confuse me. So you're saying who was picked earlier in their own draft, not what year? Yeah. Okay, see, that's why I was confused, because I was like... No, was, no, no, Because no, technically, no, no. if you say who was drafted first... Okay, you know what, I did... So they're going to be different years. Got it. Where they're at in the draft. Where they're at in the draft, that is fair, don't worry. I will get you a makeup for that. that. That is fine, no worries, buddy. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yes, I understand. That's why I was like, oh, easy. Yeah, that was that would have been an easy one if you looked at it from yeah. that standpoint. But good, good point. So you're saying in the respective draft class, yeah, who was drafted first? And just to remind you, listeners, in an MLB draft class, there's a lot of rounds. Uh, uh, I believe it's like 32 rounds. Yeah, 32 rounds. So you're just saying who was picked earlier? Who was picked first in their draft? No worries, no worries. Okay, to the respective draft. Yeah, okay, that's that's fine. That so makes my sense bad. because obviously I messed up that one. You're fine because there's obviously guys who are older than other guys. You're most likely they were taken. Yeah, I can tell you right now, Clay Kershaw and. Tyler Glass now. Who was drafted first, Maddie? You would have said Tyler. Yeah. Or technically you would have said uh Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw but he's like ten years older. Exactly. But I got you. Perfect. Let's do this. Sorry All right. about that. So next one. Mm -hmm. Chris Taylor. Okay. Or Mookie Betts. Okay, this one, I'm just lucky because I happen to know this. I'm pretty sure I think Chris Taylor was taken before Mookie Betts. Positive. Yes. You are correct. Yes. However I think he was in the first round, right? It's not as it's not as far of a difference okay yeah as you would think so chris taylor was taken in a 2012 round in the fifth round num pick number 161 okay mookie betts was fifth round 2011 draft class 
172. Wow. So only 11 picks difference. Okay, okay. All right. So good job. You got that one right. Okay, thank Moving you. Moving on to our next ones. Kevin Kiermeyer of the Rays or mm. Jock Peterson of the Dodgers? Ooh, this is a good one. I be- mm, 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 mm. I'm going to go Kevin Kiermeyer. Er. Oh, dang, I should have gone with Jock. Yeah, so Kevin Kiermeyer was taken in the 31st round, pick number 941 of the 2010 draft. Round 31, and here he is today in the World Series, the starting center fielder. Phenomenal. Wow, here. that's really good. That's really good. Round you, you know, baseball drafts are very unpredictable. It's mm-hmm. not like the NBA or NFL. But to be picked that high in a draft class, usually, yeah. you're usually not going to make the majors. Usually you don't even make it, or usually you're, you don't even sign that thing. You usually go to school or something. Yeah, you go to you, school. And you, and you, you improve your draft stock. Exactly. Got you. And uh, Jack Peterson was actually taken in a 2010, round, uh, 2010 draft class. 11th round. 11th. Okay, see, I thought... 352. I had a feeling Jock was in that 10th round. I didn't didn't see... I didn't think Kiermaier was that low, so kudos to him. All right. And the last one I have here, Blake Snell. Oh, okay. Or Corey Seager. Okay, I think it's Corey... They're both round ones. You're trying to get me here. I'm pretty sure they're both round one. God, thinking your brain, Matt. Corey Seager is round one, pick 20-something. And Blake Snell... I'm going to go Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Oh, Again. No, dang it. Yeah, so Corey Seager is a 2012 draft class. First round. Yes, I, I got that. 18th pick. Oh, okay, I was close. 20. I said 20. You did say 20, and Blake Snell is the 2011th draft class. First round, 52nd pick. 57th. He was actually part of the, like those compensation picks. Good. Still good. Still really high. So no, he's still first. really high. I like how you put them together because I, I knew you would know both of them are first, yeah, first rounders. I was like, first I think rounders. I'm going to get him with this one. You got me all of them pretty much except the, yeah. Yeah. Well, one. you got the Chris Taylor one. Yes. I'll give you a pass on the Blake one. Yes. That's just by uh. That was, that was by loop, default that, because that was a, we that was, a, a, that was a loophole. I, I yeah, you hit the loophole on that one. Okay. <laughs> would you have gotten that one though? The Blake Trinan, uh, Trinan and Brandon Lau. Would you uh, have guessed? Who I will? I would have guessed that. Brandon. No, I, I would see. I would have guessed. No, I would have guessed that Brandon Lau was first. Okay, you see, you I, been, I think I, I told have, you, but you would have been right. I think it would have been right only because I think I remember the stories of Blake Trinan. Uh, really having a struggle to even come to the major leagues like he's a late bloomer yeah no he's a really late bloomer i believe he was actually selected by the marlins yeah and didn't come up until i believe with the ace yes exactly like he, it mistaken. took him a long time and it doesn't mean that you could be picked really early rich hill a guy who was a promise a youngster and you know he really didn't find success until he was later a lot he, older yeah. a lot older it could happen to anybody but trying to you know i remember them saying that he in college it was tough for him he might have he almost quit baseball so I think that's why I would have gotten right. But great question. That was, cool. that was fun. That Did was, you like that, that one? That was, cool. that was a really good one. That was a good one because it's, it's, it helps. It's in the now. What's going on right now with the round, the picks, and the Dodgers obviously playing the race. Nice job. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that. No problem. So we're going to go ahead and move on from our random question of the day, which was our game today, mm-hmm. and move on to the NFL. Perfect. Let's yeah. do it. Big weekend in the NFL. If you watch the morning, the 10 a.m. games, mm-hmm. or it's 1 o'clock in the east, a lot of phenomenal endings there. We had a matchup between form, former number one pick Blake May, uh, Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. versus current number one pick Joe Burrow. Yeah, and it was a phenomenal game. I thought Cincinnati was going to pull it off. They came up with a very late score. Yep, I believe it was like a minute left, mm-hmm. and somehow, some way, those Browns came down the field and Baker Mayfield threw a touchdown with 11 seconds left to win the game. Yeah, sorry, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he started like 0 for 7, even more, yeah. but then he basically went off a stream. I want to say it was 0 for 5, and he almost threw a pick. I think it, it was a should-have-been pick. Yeah. 
And from there on, he just yeah, like twenty two for twenty seven. Yeah, touchdowns he just four or five touchdowns. went off. Yeah, interesting. Off okay. From there, um, bad news though for them is they did lose Odell Beckham today mm-hmm. to a knee injury. I saw that. And sources are saying it could be a very significant in- Ooh, knee injury. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you know, fingers crossed. No- nothing too bad for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a sprain out for a week or two, and he gets back in there to help the Browns try to make a playoff push. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so too. I hope he's not hurt. You know, you never wish, you know, you never hope anyone to get injured, especially uh, season endings, injuries, anything like that. You know, it just sucks overall for the team, the organization, and obviously the fans because you don't get to see them. Um, another uh, score that was, you know, highlighted, it is part of our pickums, guys. We are going to go over our pickums, I believe, on Wednesday just because we do have a Monday night football that we need to finish before we can announce that. But one of our games for sure was at San Francisco versus New England. And boy, San Francisco put a whipping. No, they put um, a the whooping on him. Uh, game was thirty-three to six. Yeah, yeah. He was Cam uh, Newton was benched, so that's you know some news that he was just pretty bad. I think he had three picks, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeesh, maybe. I I would have to look back. I can't remember right off the top of my head right now, but I know it wasn't a very good game for New England. San Francisco, you know, back-to-back weeks yeah, where the very... defense really shows up, putting pressure on the QB. Uh, we saw last week they took down Jared Goff and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I believe it was today it was Wilson Jr. running all over the field. Uh, I want to say two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, like 100 and something yards. Definitely impressive. Like you said, we were, we were. I think we talked about. I think our uh, San Francisco's schedule. I think we mentioned it right. Like, it was hey, really it rough. Be a tough run. So far, two two and zero during that rough two stretch. Two and zero so far in this rough stretch. So good for them to to keep it going. Uh, another score uh, that is uh, highlighted. A great game was LA Chargers. They won a high scoring affair against the Jags, 39-29. Uh, Detroit just keeps on breaking Atlanta's Ooh. heart. I mean, I don't mean that Detroit keeps breaking. I just think everyone keeps Everybody breaking. Everybody has. Atlanta is just an open door of heart. Which heart I, I feel for them, especially, you know, obviously we're talking about on the terrible. baseball side, Atlanta Braves. But then, of course, we've got to mention the Atlanta uh, Falcons losing uh, not only the Super Bowl, but now these last, literally, it seems like every week they're up by a lot and they just can't get it done. And this, time they lost, this time they lost like 23-22 heartbreaker. Did you happen to catch that one? I did. I got a little. Oh I just got man, a little bit of that highlights, one but. was crazy because they Atlanta had all the momentum going into half. As it seems that they always do. Yeah, you know what? They were up, and um, the last minute, I think it was like a minute twenty something, and they're in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Handoff to Gurley, maybe they're fifteen yards out, if that. And I think the game plan was just Gurley get the first down. And go down. And right? ice the game, yeah. That's ice. I, I, well, it wouldn't be a complete ice because they were down. You take, you kick the field goal, and you win the game. Yeah, I heard that their clock management was really bad from the from the organization's well, standpoint. Todd Gurley scores a touchdown on accident. Like you see him try to collapse right before, and his momentum. He had broken a tackle right before, mm-hmm, and he's kind of taking him over. His too. momentum kind of took him for an extra five yards, and he went over the okay, line and yeah. scored the touchdown. On Ford. it's not unfortunate that he scored a touchdown. Yeah, well, you, he, he gave them time and. I need to look up the exact number, but I know Matthew Stafford leads the NFL in comeback wins. Mm-hmm, interesting. So they gave him a minute 06. He went down the field. And I believe he found TJ Hawkinson. 0 0 on the clock. Yeah. And it came right before a big, pl- uh, right before that big play of Kenny Galladay for like 40 yards. Mm-hmm. 40 yards. Mm-hmm. And interesting. There was, a, there was some issues. Clock management on the Atlanta side didn't work. Matthew Stafford and Lions barely got down, was able to get that spike to stop the clock. They Eventually, the play got reviewed, so it kind of helped them a little bit, mm-hmm. but that was a phenomenal game to watch right there. Absolutely phenomenal. And I believe the game right before that that ended 
was the five and zero Steelers versus the five and zero Titans. That's right. That's right. The clash of the clash of the Titans in a sense. That is true. Good, good, good. Put there. Thanks. The two undefeated teams. It was the first time I believe in NFL. It might have been in NFL history. Five and zero teams facing each other off, facing off against each other. Mm-hmm. In what week are we? Like six or seven? Yes. I think it's week seven. So week seven. That was phenomenal. Titans made a comeback down the stretch and had the chance to put it into OTOT. Steven Gaskowski pulls it a little bit right, and the Steelers will continue on to be 6-0. Meanwhile, those Titans will fall to 5-1. and one. Phenomenal game. All right, well, well, uh, well appear, uh, apparently they aren't the only uh, no-loss team or perfect record team to go down today because the Seahawks just lost uh, against Arizona in OT. Uh, it was a close game. I think it was 37-34. Uh, kicker for Arizona hits it at, at the game-winning, uh, hits that game-winning uh, field goal in overtime. And the last one that we need to mention is that uh, Tom Brady looking like the goat destroys the Raiders. Oof. It was like forty-five to twenty that score, so that was that wasn't really you know really a close game. And oh, you also missed the debut of Le'Veon Bell today with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in the, in the snow, which really hurt me because I didn't realize they were in the snow. Yeah, I have some of those guys on my team, but he came on the field today and rushed. I believe it was for forty yards or thirty-nine yards or something like that. Be a very scary offense once that snow goes away and they get to play in a dome or something like that. That's true. Well, hopefully it works out for them. He hasn't worked out for him in the last two locations, as we talked about last time. And uh, last but not least, before we move on from the NFL, let's just give you guys overall standings of the NFL. Uh, NFC West, of course, like I just mentioned, Seattle Seahawks just suffered their first loss, but they are 5-1. and one. Followed by the Arizona Cardinals at five and two, the Los Angeles Rams uh, kick it off tomorrow against the undefeated Bears. So we're going to see if another team falls or they continue to be perfect. Their Los Angeles Rams are four and two. San Francisco 49ers follow suit at four and three. Of course, I just mentioned those Bears five. I'm sorry, they are five and one. Uh, they can move over to six and one, so they'll still be a powerhouse in there. Green Bay follows them right there at five and one as well. Detroit Lions, who got that win against Atlanta three and three, and the Vikings who are just struggling at one and five. And last, uh, we, well, sorry, we guys still got two. I'm gonna do the worst one first because I, I realized I was skipping over them. Philadelphia Eagles two and four, Washington Football Team two and five, Dallas Cowboys two and five, New York Giants that division one and is six. wide open. Yeah, the NFC East who are you know a lot of good teams there, right? Definitely a lot of good teams. There. <laughs> Phenomenal. Well, you missed today. Uh, Washington put it on the Cowboys. They lost Andy Dalton today to I think what's going to be a concussion and had to bring in their third stringer. Yeah, and it didn't look too too great for him. Yeah, I I I just feel bad, you know, talking about them in general. They're just not having a good year. And then of course NFC South, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning that game against the Raiders five and two. New Orleans Saints four and two. Carolina Panthers staying in the midst of it three and four. And Atlanta Falcons, of course, as we mentioned, losing every single game that really uh, wants to just tear the heartstrings of all Atlanta fans are at one and six. And then, Jerry, go ahead and you want to take I'm going to go ahead and take the AFC. I'm going to start off in the AFC East, which is led by the Bills right now at a 5-2 and two record, followed by my sleeper team, the Miami Dolphins. Very nice. Make sure you keep out for them. Patriots took a big loss today at 2-4. and four. And you have the New York Jets still 0-7. Trevor Lawrence, whatever you do, stay in school, man. Yeah. Stay in school. Don't go there. Trust Don't come me. come to that organization. And then you move over to the NFC North, where we talked about the Steelers, 6-0, and followed by the Ravens, who are 5-1. and That one defeat to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Your Browns, your sleeper team over there, 5-2 and right now. Lost OBJ. See if they can stay in that hunt. Yeah, and unfortunately two. for the Bengals, they are 1-5-1. However, to me, it's a good 1-5-1. Because yeah. those games have all been tight, and you're seeing Joe Burrow be phenomenal. Perfect, exactly what you I said. I want to say Joe Burrow. he just set the record today for 
most 300-yard games by a rookie at five. So this guy has got freaking talent I off the legit. charts. Yeah. No, this guy is absolutely legit, and I'm looking forward to seeing him in the future. Hopefully this continues on and Cincinnati can kind of come back to rele- relevancy. There it is. That's the word. Now let me move on to the AFC South. 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 Well, you're going to see those Titans at 5-1. and one. Are they kind of surprising to you? Titans, 5-1? and one? Yeah. Not surprising. Maybe... Uh, we saw them make a deep run in the playoffs last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, so. that's why. And they made the playoffs a year before, too. So they've been building a culture there that is suitable, that works for them. Uh, you know, tough, gritty. Of course, Derrick Henry is a monster. Uh, like, Beast Mode point, 2.0. Yeah. Um, so, no, I don't think I'm surprised. I think that's they're exactly that's about right. I think they've been gearing up for this. I, I, I don't. I'm not necessarily saying that. Uh, oh, when it comes to, uh, do I think they're like title favorites? Maybe not. But I'm not surprised that they're you know playing well. That they're playing so well. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, we're moving on to the Colts. The Indianapolis Colts at four and two. Philip Rivers is the new uh, QB over there. Yep. And they've had some ugly losses, but they've had some good wins. And four and two right now, second place, only a game behind. Anything's possible right now. Definitely. Eesh. Houston Texans at one and six today, following another defeat today. Yeah, to the, um, I think the season is going to be kind of a wash for definitely. them. Unfortunately, they have a great talent: Sean Watson, J.J. Watt. They got David Johnson back there now, and um, it's just sad to see such talent kind of get wasted. Yeah, Might be of Mike Trout and the Angels. Exactly, they 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 got some work to do. Jacksonville Jaguars are at one and six at the bottom of the division with the Texans. Moving over to the AFC West here, out out in the West over here, we have the reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs at six and one, led by Patrick Mahomes and that devastating offense. Very scary, very scary. The not Oakland, but Vegas Raiders at three and three. Your Los Angeles Chargers at two and four. Justin Herbert looks like the real deal, fellas. I agree. I think he's going to be a great, great, great piece for them, and he's going to be there for a very long time. And then they're going to be followed by a team that can't find a QB ever since Peyton Manning in the Denver Broncos at 2-4. and four. I'm not going to say that division's open, but at least there's a chance for everybody to get second place. <laughs> good point, yeah. yeah. Second place <laughs> when it comes to the Chiefs is a good place to start. Um, before we go on to soccer, I do want to mention something. Uh, don't forget, guys. Uh, we have started a collaboration with Habits 365. Habits 365, a New York-based apparel company. Remember, guys, a lot of great stuff. Make sure you're online. You're checking about them. Uh, you guys want to see some awesome clothing, apparel that they have. They have it for men and women, kids as well. Uh, like we said, we are in collaboration with them, so we do have an offer code for you guys. Going deep with Matthew and Jeremy. That's all you got to do. Once you put that, you get 15% off your order. Uh, remember, uh, Habits has had a lot of connecting, um, you know, influence with them, like as James Harden, like I mentioned, Floyd Mayweather, Lamar Jackson, the baby, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I can name a lot more. Little baby. The little baby. There's a lot. So just remember that you want to uh, keep those positive positive habits because those are the ones that will determine your success. Thank you, Habits365. Once again, don't forget to get your shirts. Promo code, guys. Go. Going deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Make sure you get your shirts. I just got mine. I like the shirt. You got the you got the black one, right? With I have the, the Miami Vice Miami Vice habits across the chest. I'm digging it. I think you guys will too. Make sure you guys get your shirts. How does it fit? Do you know, is it by two sides? What do you think? What is your? Um, it looks yeah, like I I haven't I've put it on, but I haven't got a chance to like kind of put on the ensemble. Gotcha. But I can't tell you. I like a little bit looser fit, and it seems exactly. That's like what I wanted to get. Because you know, a lot of people are different. The way so. I like 
as you know, I got these freaking guns, but I don't like to show them off too much. <laughs> I'm afraid somebody's gonna pull me over or try to fight me because they see this freaking muscles on me. But the shirt fits great. Guys. Okay, perfect. It's gonna fit however you want it to fit. It's gonna fit to your habits. Dude. Bang bang. Now bang, bang, bang bang, as Shaq would say. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to the. The barbecue the, chicken out here. <laughs> barbecue chicken. Not the NFL uh, football with the feet, but I mean with the f- uh, with the hands, but the football with the feet. Um, Real Madrid. I don't know why, but I like the feet. Thank you. El Clásico. Of course, as everyone should know, Real Madrid versus Barcelona is El Clásico. It's the top game in Spain, maybe in Europe sometimes, the be- biggest rivalry in the world. Um, three to one. 3-1, to one, uh, both teams are yeah. definitely not breezing in La Liga, but it was a win that Real Madrid definitely needed. Barcelona would have helped. Uh, Messi was a disappearing act. Sorry, Messi fans, but it's the truth. Uh, very nice to see Sergio Dest, first American player. I was going to say, yeah, first player, right, to be in the uh, First American classical. player to play in El Clasico. Uh, Real Madrid getting goals from Fede Valverde. Uh, penalty from uh, Mr. Penalty Man, Sergio Ramos. And of course, Luka, Sergio. Uh, Luka Modric sealing the deal. If I'm uh, not mistaken, um, Ansu Fati, Fati yes. youngest player to score in El Clasico at 17. Yeah, right? he's young, but he's good, man. He's he's the real deal. Uh, he's someone that Real Madrid has definitely have to worry about for a long time. Uh, and also uh, another reinforcement for Spain because he is a uh, Spain product, uh, Spain international. So good for them. But so far, uh, of course, like I said, they are not doing. You know, it's not that they're not doing well. They're just not clicking on all cylinders yet. So we'll see. Cause this could be, be the win that kind of gets my momentum going for Real Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, and definitely. maybe they can make another push towards another La Liga title. Yeah, and of course, um, they lost in, in Champions League. So it was tough. It was a good uh, turnaround. No, it's a very good turnaround because you and I can say these teams aren't hitting on all cylinders. But to everybody else, these guys are the top of the top. Yeah. The cram of the cram. And their bad days are amazing days for other teams. And even with that, um, very big win by Real. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, moving on to uh, another country, which is the uh, EPL, of course. Uh, English, English Premier, Premier League. League. Uh, Everton and Liverpool shared the top spot still. I believe they're at thir- 14 points. Aston Villa, which is a surprising one. They were almost in the bottom de- uh, in the bottom last year. They almost actually got regla- relegated. They are in second. Tie with Leicester, who uh, had a big win against Arsenal today, 1-0. And, of course, that's going to conclude the top four as the rest follow. Um, that's pretty much it on soccer. Do you have any oh, news? Anything? Yeah, you, you missed mention? the um, the trafficle. <laughs> oh uh, gosh. Well, I'm sorry LAFC about that. My bad. Defeats the LA Galaxy two two nothing right two nil. Carlos Vela will put on a show, so not surprising. Carlos Vela. So far, LAFC I believe has the upper hand in the trafficles. Really? I thought LA Galaxy did. No, I believe it's LAFC now. Hmm. Okay, well, I want to say it's probably like three to two. Because LA Galaxy three, two, won one, the last two. One. Oh, they won the. The, the Miami ones, right? The the Florida ones? No, the ones here. The, to ones restart. Here? Yeah, they won here and then the ones Lawton won. But then, of course, Miami, I mean, LAFC has put a whooping on them a couple times. So yeah, so it's probably close, but. I, I wanna, I'm going to call it a. Traffic. I'm going to call it a draw with the traffic. All right. <laughs> all right so uh, that's it for soccer for today. Of course, we're going to keep uh, keep you updated for all the uh, well, EPL. Dude, you missed one of the biggest clashes of the weekend. What? Manchester United versus Chelsea, zero zero tie. Oh, that wonderful zero yes. zero tie! That was That's great. another point. That's another point, man. You was on the rise. Don't forget, Harry, Mag- the, Harry Maguire should have gotten a red on Cesar Aspilaqueta. That should have been a penalty. No, 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 no. What should have happened is opportunities were taken away from Manchester United <laughs> all freaking day. Um, actually, I think Manchester United was like pretty flat. Yeah, I know. I, I think both teams were pretty flat. It just wasn't. It wasn't the best game. 
no, which was what, which is a big reason why it was not on our docket. Also, one last thing. You and I happen to play soccer from time to time during the week. Yes, we do. And uh, we play with a lot of Liverpool fans. We do. I have something to those Liverpool fans. What do you got to say to them? My friends. Your trophies barely began two years ago. Yeah. Oh, did someone say something about that? I feel like I heard something. Yeah. And you you guys want to go out there and say all these things and comments when your team has lost for the past freaking hundred years? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) You know, as a Dodger fan, I can say like, oh, we win the West every year. It don't matter. It's what you do in the World Series, right? That's why when Yankee fans tell me 27 or 28, you're allowed to talk. You won a lot of trophies throughout all these years. That, not that, like you just started. That's true. The only thing with the Yankees is it's been since 2009. It's been 10 years more. This than is worse. Years. These right. Liverpool fans are worse. I do not. I get what you're saying because it's very similar to like when, you know. Hell, uh, the Giant fans. I'll give it to Giant fans. You guys want to talk to me about your titles? I'll give it to you guys because you guys got the three in like five years. Yeah, respect, man. You so I respect to that. You guys yeah. dominated the 2010s, right? Yes. You guys, Boston. You guys all have all the rights. But when you haven't won for 100 years, so if you were Boston pre-Manny Ramirez and you wanted to talk to me about championships, screw you too. Are you, feel, you feel like it's a, um, when the Kansas City Royals went back-to-back, they won that one and they're saying, yeah, yeah. we're the best. Gotcha. gotcha. Exactly, it's exactly where we're at. I've, hey, just remember, you guys tickled Jeremy's bad spot. So. Don't come at me with this bull crap. <laughs> I'm going to come at you with some real, some real ish right now. Some real ish, some real uh, fire. Are you okay to move on though? I'm okay to move on now. I just wanted to get my part about if you haven't won multiple titles over a long period of time, don't come talk to me about your last two years. <laughs> okay, hey, man. Get some history and then come talk to Shots me. Shots fired. I, I can't wait. Shots to, fired towards everybody. Can't wait to hear all the comments we're going to well, get. That's towards the Liverpool people. That's towards what else we got? What else we got? That's towards the Angels people. Oh, you know Don't ever talk to me if you're an Angels fan about baseball like that, man. The, you have a good point. Okay, let's move on to baseball. But I you got, have a great point. You, you have a good the point. Clipper fans. Okay, okay. Oh, especially yes, the you're right. Fans. This is towards you, Papas. This is towards you. <laughs> hey, he's going all out today. This is not on our on our docket. We haven't. We didn't talk about this in our production meeting. This is just you. This is, um, this is me going rogue right now. But I do want to add to that Angel thing. That's a great thing you said because they're like, oh, we learned the last one, bro. That was 20 years ago already, too. That's 20 Think about it. It's almost I know ours is like 30 years. I don't give a damn. You're just 20 years ago and you're wasting the best player in baseball. Yeah. Screw you and the Angels. <laughs> and you're not the Los Angeles Angels either. You're the Anaheim Angels. <laughs> okay, let's let's, let's 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 put a shoe in it. Let's move on. MLB is our last thing today, of course, because it's the World Series. We are going. We are at it. It's a great World Series so far. When we left left, uh, left you guys, it was tied 1-1. Right, because we won game one, we lost game two, so I was like, it's all right, guys. It's just started. We know we got a big game. Um, they put an impressive performance against Charlie Morton, of course, the hero of game seven, that 2017 yeah. World Justin Series. Justin Turner. Shout out Justin Turner. Justin Turner. First on, ending home run, huge. Yeah, jumping on uh, on Charlie Morton, who did not have his A stuff. It's the truth. It's not like you know he was pitching amazing in the Dodgers. He just didn't really have the bite of his uh, two-seamer, his curveball. Just wasn't as, as there. He still battled. No, he wasn't perfect, but... Yeah. Remember, uh, these guys have a lot of guys where their best stuff is elite out of the elite. Their mediocre stuff is elite out of the mediocre. Yes, you're right. A lot of guys wish they can have the stuff, their bad stuff. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. So it is. That way, we're just not giving too much of a knock on the Dodgers because this guy is still very dangerous with those pitches. Yes, even of course. though he they, wasn't fully there. Exactly. Credit to the Dodgers for doing their their thing. They needed to do it. Also, credit oh, to Charlie Morton. Freaking fire right now. now. Also, credit to Charlie Morton for sticking in it. It was still a close game, but of course, when you have an ace like Walker Bueller who really showed up, 
pitched oh, amazing. Yeah. That fastball. That fastball, fastball was ridiculous. Uh, you know, 98, 99, 90, even 96, 97, constantly, but just putting where you needed to. Was not really in trouble throughout the whole game. It just gave up those back-to-back doubles. But after that, bullpen did their job. They won the game. Kenley Jansen, big in that last inning too, right? Yeah, definitely big. I know he gave up that whole solo shot to Randy Rosarena, but who hasn't given up a hit to Randy Rosarena? No, Rosa he days? now leads yeah, all-time, all-time all-time hits playoffs in the postseason. Hits, I think it's at 29. 28 29, or 29. 28 right 29, whatever it is. No, I, um, this, it, I'm telling it's been you, a heck of a, ser- a heck of a postseason from heck of an October, heck of a World Series for him. Yeah, we're taking away Mr. October Reggie Jackson. We're gonna go ahead and give it to Randy Arrows. Oh, a Rosarena. A Ro- I got this. A Rosarena. You got it. Don't <laughs> worry, Randy or Rosarena. You'll give a lot of time to say his name. Oh, we're all gonna learn that name. He's just remember he's starting uh, to make him. He's 28 hits. I wouldn't be surprised. There's still another game as we'll, we'll okay, talk he'll about. He'll probably it. top 30. He'll probably top 30. Who knows? We don't want him to, but he will. He's that good of a player so far. Now we do need to talk before the good, uh, good vibrations. Oh, as we I know, say. just before we get to that, um, I had people asking me about Walker Bueller and why people can't hit the fastball. Yeah, like he's throwing the ball kind of down the middle. Why aren't they hitting it? The reason is, guys, is he has. He's on the top of a certain list on spin rate. Yes. So his fastball spins at a rate that most people can't get it to. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it doesn't drop as fast. Yes. So it kind of looks like it's rising towards you yes. instead of a regular kind of pitch, a regular mm-hmm. fastball. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, let's just say, at your hip and then kind of come down a little mm-hmm. bit where your normal swing path would be. But with this guy, his stuff, it'll be down the middle. But it doesn't float down; it stays up. That's why you see guys it getting ke- under it a lot. Basically, what it's doing is keeping its plane. Exactly. Uh, and then, you know, the technically, if you guys have ever played MLB or you've heard the right, the it's called a rising fastball, technically, or a running fastball. There is no really thing as a rising fastball. The ball does not do that, but it has the illusion that yeah, it's doing exactly. that because so, the spin rates keep it at that plane instead of kind of dying. It just stays there. So now mm-hmm. the eyes don't pick it up. Even you can have, and also doesn't mean. You throwing hard means you automatically have that. The, not, not the case no, at all. No, because actually Kershaw is number one on the list, and he's topping he, ninety three right yeah, now. Yeah, topping ninety three on his fastball. I, I believe his other pitches is a curveball. His RPMs, which is I think is it's actually not very it's, high. It's actually on the lower list. It's just that means he just has a good curveball. Mm-hmm. But that's a more analytic, higher uh, topic that they talk about. But that's why you'll see some guys who even throw like ninety one, ninety two, but you still see them kind of late on it. It's because they have. It the plays high, a lot better. The high, it looks yep. faster. The spinning rate is a lot higher, so the fastball looks faster than what it really is. Because I know he had, I think, two or three strikeouts that he dotted it on the mm-hmm. knees, mm-hmm. and people are like, guys, it's right there. Why isn't he swinging? Yeah. Guys, when that pitch starts, it's supposed to go lower. Remember, mm-hmm. it's supposed to drop, and it's mm-hmm. not dropping. That's why he's able to hit those targets, yep. and nobody's going to really be able to swing or hit it because it, it gives a kind of false sense that it's going to be a ball exactly most exactly. balls dip down exactly just your basic thing of gravity right there yeah that's, i just wanted to hit that no, point before point, we move because down, I, I got the question and that's the answer that, that, it, that is the answer because you know you you see it you're like dude maybe it's not down the middle but it's it's in the plate it's a 97 mile per hour fastball and they're just missing it and you put a great point thank you for adding that that's um, why like you see it up in the zone Almost impossible to hit when he's on his game, mm-hmm. just because it's not falling right. So now you're kind of—I don't want to say uppercutting—but you got to keep a very, very level plane on the bat at the top of the zone, mm-hmm. which is extremely difficult. Only the top hitters could do it. Great point. I like that you added that. Um, what I was gonna say really quick before that is that before we get to the good vibrations, as, um, as Marky Mark would say, or, or that one, 
Um, we need to talk about yesterday. Yesterday was a game was, five. Was was game? Was no, game, game four, four. Game four. Game four. Of the uh, Dodgers, of course, up two one. Um, you have Julio Rias making his um, World Series postseason start. First start of this World Series. First start of the World Series. I feel like uh, you're looking for no, no, debut. No, not first World Series. Not first start. Oh, first start of the World Series. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, World Series start debut. Whatever you want to say it. But anyways, five innings. Or, you know, four and two thirds, however it was. One run. Two runs. Two, two runs. Yeah, two, two solo shots. Two solo, two solo shots. shots. Hey, if you're going to give up a home run, give up the solo shot. Give the solo shots. Dodgers, you know, uh, come out early and score a little bit. It was kind of a bullpen game. Uh, uh, Ryan Yarbrough started for them. Hey, hats off to Ryan Yarbrough because I'm pretty sure he wasn't expected to go that many innings. Mm-hmm. And I think, to me, he pitched a great game. No, he did. He did. Well, he also, he only gave the solo shots, right? He gives up the solo shots. Uh, we move on to the later innings where we are up. I think it was 4-2. to two. And we have a situation where Pedro Baez comes in the game. Brandon Lau, who has been struggling, but I saw today three hits in the World Series. Three out of 20, but three hits have been th- home runs. One three-run home run, one solo shot, another maybe solo shot. So, Pedro Baez is a 95-mile-per-hour fastball pretty much on the outside of the plate. Not the worst pitch. I'm not say- I don't think it was a, wor- a horrible pitch. Are you talking about the Brandon Lau home the run? The Brandon Lau home run for the three-run shot. That, for me, kind of changed the momentum because we were up by two at that moment. You hit that, that three-run shot that the Rays take the lead. Dodgers show a lot of fight, a lot of grit to take the lead back. Rays tie the game. Dodgers take the lead. Rays come back. Dodgers take the lead again. So, ninth inning. We're in the ninth inning. Kenley Jansen comes in. Luck was not really on his side. No, you know what? Um, I'm not for the Kenley Jansen uh, shaming either. Also, to those people who freaking went out and put on his social media stuff, the, the hate messages. Yes. And the threats to his family. Mm-hmm. Screw you guys, too. You yeah, know, we, we don't do any of that whether stuff here. you're we, a Dodger fan, baseball fan, there's a certain line, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, these people are human. Obviously, things didn't go his way. I know we're about to get into it. Yes. But uh, I just want to hit that really quick. No, you're good. You're good. Because I, we are not I about- saw all of it, and, man, it's disgusting to look at. It's it's awful. Like there's no, there's no reason to do that. There's no reason to say any of those things. Hey, question the decisions. Question the pitches. Question. You could be like, "Why would you throw that? I don't think you should have thrown that." That's maybe fine. even go as far as be like, "Oh, you're you suck." I'll, okay. I'll, I'll allow that. That's okay. Okay, no, that's it happens. But to threat some, threaten someone with their life or their family, especially someone and the racist remarks and stuff, it's just exactly racist kids and all. You know, threatening whatever it is. That's there's no place for that. You shouldn't even be a fan of any team. We don't mm-hmm. want you. We don't want you a part of us. We don't want you a part of any any sport, any team, any conjunction. Like get out of here. There's no, there's no need for that. No, I agree. I, uh, agree. So I just wanted to make sure we hit that before we yes. go through his. Now, thing. can we just can we uh, agree on everything? Of course. Oh, maybe Jansen should not be the closest. That's fine. Those are that's, the, fine. that's discussion. Those things happen. No problem. Don't think now you can't say. Oh, I don't think he's good. Whatever. No, that's fine. It's okay. No, that is fine. But no exactly. need for that other stuff. So thank you for bringing that because that's a great point. Um, listen, for me, Kenley got unlucky. Uh, he had that pitch to Kiermaier, which <laughs> broke his bat. Right out of the reach of Mr. Kike uh, Hernandez. Yeah, legit right out of the legit reach. Legit out of the, the, the... I think he gets maybe a little bit quicker of a start. I think he got a great jump on it, but yeah. an even better jump. Maybe that touches the glove, but mm-hmm. heck of an effort right there. Heck of an effort, and you got two outs. And, I mean, yeah, you have two outs, and you face... Um, he got one out right away, right? Yeah, he got one out right away, and then he uh, got in a bowl. What I'm and saying, I think, is, got on base, gets a strikeout. Yes, and then basically you had him on facing Mister, like we just talked about, Randy 
Rosarena. Rosarena. Um, I thought going up, you think about it. Listen, you're only up one. Do you walk him here? But then you put, you know, the time. Yeah, what was your bet on that? Were you walking him or were you just like maybe leave it out in the zone? To be honest, I was even thinking about walking him. You cannot let that that guy. Yeah, to me, so. And then he got on. So, you know, unfortunately, Kiermaier gets the hit. We get the out. Yes. Rosarena comes up. I just have my hand in the air with the four. Yep. Hey, does just put him on base? I don't know I like he, my chances against Brett Phillips. Yeah, I don't I, exactly. Brett Phillips, who uh, is a backup mm-hmm. outfielder, he was there because they needed to do a lot. They did a lot of changes to get favorable matchups. Twenty-one uh, players were used yesterday from uh, the race. Faster. Uh, it was because of the um, pinch runner. He pinched Brett Phillips for Jimo and Choi. Exactly. They needed that. What I did want to mention too was the. Um, oh my goodness! I'm gonna lose my train of thought. Oh, oh no. so when they go up to get him, uh, Jansen, to talk about what's our plan with the Rosarina. I was thinking like you, put the four up, just do it. But when I saw his mouth, he says, "If you read the lips, you can." Yeah, I want him. Right? Yeah, I I want him. That's my out. I was like, "Whew!" Like, listen, again, like we talked about disagree, disagreeing. Um, I like you need to have that confidence. You don't want the Kenley that we saw against the no, Padres, you, who was looking down, kicking at the ground. No, like, you oh. don't want that. You want that guy that has like, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm getting him out, right? Exactly, but at the same time, you had to think about what he did. Now, the way he 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 attacked the Rosarena, perfect was perfect. He didn't do anything. I believe he got two strikes right away, right? He did. He had two strikes, even though he he was a one and or two let's count. just say one and two count. One and two count. And and that two that the ball that the pitch that became a ball that became two and two, which was a oh was that a, was a really nasty take like, ninety two like cutter or something right there. I I think it was a ball. It, 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 that was one of those where. I think the umpire during the day had called out a strike. Yeah. I think he understood the situation, said, hey, hell of a take. We're going to call out on a ball. Exactly. Whatever it was, it was a close pitch. I don't think it was an automatic strike. Like, uh, there was one, I'm pretty sure. No, if it was everyone, a strike, you'd be like, okay, I, if I'm it wasn't sure, a strike. Okay. What, I'm, what I'm saying is I don't think it was an awful call. It's not like that one. I don't know if you remember. It was an inning or two before someone throws it right down the middle, and he called a freaking Yeah, ball. so that's the one where the, I, I know what you're talking about. I think that was Gatterall got mixed up yes. with um, Will with, Smith. Will Smith. And he threw a slider, and yeah. I think he was expecting something else. Fastball, and he was setting up inside, and it goes, but the pitch but was down you, the middle. You know what? So I, I know this is going to get off track. The people who watch, like, game day, yeah. like, on their phone, and they yeah, just yeah. watch, I'm like, why was that a ball? It, it, that's because the, pit, the catcher's kind of set up on the inside, so... If it looks like he has to go reach all the way out mm-hmm. here to grab the ball, whether it's down the middle or not, that's why it was a ball. Yeah, you got to remember that usually the umpires, when they set behind the catcher because they're protecting themselves, they go with the catcher. Yeah, so, it's not like they stand right in the middle which and is, let me leave my chest open. Which is bad because the umpire has to recognize, hey, I'm standing a lot to the right, so the plate second is going to be more to whatever side you're leaning towards. Yeah. But he didn't do that. But anyways, let's move on from that. Um, you know, he makes a good pitch. So it was a ball. That's fine. 3-2, you walk him. Okay. Let's get, let's get Brett Phillips. Let's get Brett Phillips. The thing about the walk I like, though, is well, I think one of them wasn't a challenging pitch, but the other one was close enough to where you can say, hey, if the guy swings, he swings. Yeah, if he I, doesn't, it works out because more than likely he swings, either goes through the ball or he's rolling over. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't think any— So those are good misses. Yeah, the way that he attacked him was fine. The, whatever their game plan, it was right. You know, you don't let him beat you, but at the same time, try to attack him. And they almost did. They almost got him out. It would have been strike three. You strike out the best hitter so far in the World Series, and we do a different narrative continues on. But that didn't happen. Brett Phillips comes up. Two-strike count. It could have been one-two. doesn't even matter because, of course, as everyone's seen, the outcome of the play. Single up the middle. That's a tying run for sure. That's okay. Chris Taylor, though, keeps his eye off of it. 
Now, uh, we've got to remember, Chris Taylor was put into center. He because, played left uh, all day, right? He played left all day. He moved to center. Originally, A.J. Pollock was in that spot because Cody Bellinger had back spasms, so he was the DH. So Chris Taylor goes in, and most of the time you're usually thinking, I'm fine with Chris Taylor in center. No, He's I think Chris Taylor is a fine defense, defensive uh, guy. He takes his eye off the ball for a second. The ball kicks off his glove. That Obviously, one run scoring for sure. There's no play at the plate, but that allows Rosarina to now decide to go home. Chris Taylor fires it in the set to, to Max Muncy at first, and Muncy throws it right away to Will Smith. Will Smith tries to do a swipe tag because believing that Rosarena will be there. Yeah, Rosarena, I think that's just bad communication. Yeah, and Rosarena was not there because he actually stumbled. He mm-hmm. fell. So technically, they would have just relaxed Relax and just throw it. Bit. He probably had him dead to rights, but what happened? They do it so quick. Will Smith goes for that swipe tag. Ball gets behind him. Kenley, unfortunately, after you know probably saying what the hell just happened, was not backing up Will Smith. Or Rosarina kind of crawls and tags, Dodgers lose. Yeah, um, just on the Kelly Jansen point, I think he was kind of in the middle because normal play, Chris Taylor fields it correctly, he's backing up third base because mm-hmm. the, the guy's scoring from home, mm-hmm. right? Or I believe he was on second. Yeah. I'm, and it was Kevin Kiermeyer who has great wheels. Yes. He was scoring regardless. Yeah. I think the idea was kind of back up him. He got caught in the middle. And let's just say he is backing up. He's backing up third base side. Not first base side where the ball you. was. So I agree with you. It's just that's just. So the, I, I understand what yeah. your point is, but that's just to other people who are like. Well, if he was there, no, it would argument with my mom. It, it was no matter if he was there or not. The ball him. was getting past him because that thing nicked off of Will yep. Smith's glove, yeah. which on the outside of the glove, so it pushed it more towards the Dodgers dugout. Yep. And if Kenley's standing over there, he's in the wrong position to be exactly. honest. Exactly. That's not the right position for him. Yep. The position would be back up Will Smith. Third base side. Third base side. Because yeah. 9 out of 10 times, the ball is going to go that way, not kick off of him, and go towards the dugout. You're right. You're right. No, that is true. That is true for the it people. It would have helped his narrative if yeah. he was back there yeah. instead of caught in the middle. Because uh, the, the images you see is, you know, obviously Doc with the screaming, how could this happen? Also, Kenley just kind of standing in the middle while everything happened. So, like I said, I personally don't think that game was on Kenley. The only part where he made a mistake was he left it down the middle to Brett Phillips for a single. Yeah. At that moment, you got to get Brett Phillips. But everything before was a little bit unlucky. He gets that, like I said, Kiermaier broken bat base hit. He battled against Rosarena, had him, but just you know couldn't put him away. And the one mistake was Brett Phillips. Unfortunately, things have already happened. And, of course, Chris Taylor with an error doesn't help. Will no. Smith with an error because they talked about in today's broadcast that they officially gave out the official scoring, which is two errors. No, one it, error to Taylor, one error to Smith. I think there is an error on Smith's part, too. Yeah. And you know what? The if from personally, I don't know how every Dodger fan feels. Non Dodger fan feels who non Dodger fans were probably super happy, saying ha ha ha. All Dodger fans were just crying, saying how could this happen to us again? Like you said, you were in shock. I was. I screamed for like a good five minutes, and I kind of let it go. But I was still also in shock. I, I think I sat in my chair in my room, kind of like rubbing my face, like what happened? That's pretty much what I did for quite some time. I kind of just sat there. I. <laughs> Hands on my hips, hands on my face. Just it, it, it's it's a really it was, it, it was such a bizarre ending. Whether I, you're a race fans or Dodger fans, I think you kind of had the same reaction, right? You're just like, what? Yeah, what happened? Like, exactly. The only the race difference is that you're you're a happy, but you're you're a happy what happened. Us is just a devastated what happened, you know, or even more happy. I'll give the race like a late crazy, you know, enthusiasm. You're probably like, jumping around, but you're jumping around like, like you're gonna like, eventually like what happened? Settle down. Be like, Opposite was what just happened. You know, crying what happened. So. No, I, mean, I agree. 
Uh, it was it was overall it was a great game. You know, probably the best of this World Series so far. It was back and forth. It had everything you wanted. It had, reminded me a lot of the 2017 game five. Yeah, uh, Nick, my brother was like, saying it was the same going thing. back and forth in the late innings. Um, just on that game though, what was your thought of pulling Julio with 80 pitches, fifth inning, two outs already? Yeah. It's actually the fourth inning when he gets pulled. Yeah, I think... Um, did you like it? Because I think he was going into his third time around in the lineup, so I kind of understood that point. Sure. But. I'm not, I don't... For me, I'm a little more old school. And if he's rolling, he looks like he's rolling, put him out there, right? But the difference was with Julio, he was starting to get, uh, get hit a little harder. Mm-hmm. And his uh, off-speed just wasn't biting as much. This was, this wasn't well, he had only given up four hits and he had the one walk, so five, on, five guys on base. Yeah. Actually, it's not even five guys on base. He had three guys on base because yeah. he had two solo shots. I think overall, maybe you do maybe give him a little a little longer leash to, to get him. Because uh, what you ended up doing there is putting in trying and then trying and came out the next inning, you know, kind of warmed up quick, had to get up again and was not sharp. Uh, it happened. I don't. I wasn't like super against it. I wasn't with. It was kind of. I was in the middle. Like, hey, you know what? I mean, technically, he got out of the inning, right? You put in trying, he got the. Out. Well, he came in. One pitch, one out. One pitch, one so out. It, so it, that was fine. It was so more the next you, inning kind exactly, of snowball. That's the problem. But you know, technically, for those five innings, everything worked. Everything mm-hmm. went to plan. You Julio did his job. Gave up two runs. That's fine. That's okay. No worries. Solo shots, like we talked about. No, like you know, prolonged stress mm-hmm. and everything like that. So well, solo shots is. I remember John Smoltz saying it's the easiest way, or it's the easiest run to kind of kill momentum with. Definitely. Because definitely. you give up the solo shot, yeah, 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 you get the next guy out, dead. Dead. No rally, right? Especially if, if you're you trailing like the Rays were. Mm-hmm. Ba- you have a double, somebody doubles, somebody gets a base hit, that's a rally. That's more of a momentum yeah, a walk. push. Yeah, mm-hmm. Or a three-run shot, that's a momentum yeah. builder. But one shot, you you kill it, easy to get by. So that's why... I wasn't worried about Julio. I actually thought he should have finished, but like you said, one pitch, one out with Blake. Move on. Gives up a couple of hits, I believe. He gives up one hit. A walk. And a, a walk. walk. And a walk and Bring in Pedro. Three-run shot. And they, they, they hit Pedro, and I was really, really surprised he came out that next inning for yes, the sixth. Yes, I think that, that, that was the one. Or the one, seventh. It was the seventh that, that was the one I didn't agree with, bringing him back again, especially, you know, he got hit. He had two home runs. You know, well, first of all, he gave up the home run, and then he settled down. He got the outs. I know mm-hmm. that. And then, of course, the Dodgers went up and gave him the lead again. But then he gives up that home run to Kiermaier. That was baffling to me. Like, why bring him out again? Not only that, I think it was bad pitch um, selection. selection by them because, obviously, he threw the changeup, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. It got to two strikes. One of them, I think, was a looking. Another one was probably four or five inches off yep. the plate. Got him swinging. So, to me, you got to throw that changeup again. They go fastball in. Ends up being fastball down the middle. Yep. Kiermaier has been killing him like I said he would. Yep. I just had that feeling. So that that's what really kind of, like you said, baffled me. Yes. I didn't think Pedro should be out there. Right there, I would have liked to have seen probably Gatterall come in, get that inning done, move it on to Kenley. Well, you know, that happened. You know, what, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, like we said, we can talk about it as much as we want. The good thing is, just like baseball, the next day is a different day. Get to day. play again. Get to play again, especially three games in a row. And today was a huge game, tied 2-2. We've been in this position before uh, in a 2-2 World Series. And, of course, you know we had that incredible um, game five in Houston. Oh, oh. And put some respect on Jock Peterson's name. Yeah, Jock Peterson. We'll, we'll get to him. No, I know. We're I just want to make sure game in five. Game 4, this he got those two RBIs at the end of the game he that did. technically gave him the lead for the ninth did, before uh, the Jansen uh, thing. The last thing before going back to that, I thought it was really big that they got that out on Bellinger when he was running. I said, 
ah, Belly, what are you doing right there? No. Like, you got some. It's actually a really good thing. Well, it's good and bad, right? Yeah. Because Bellinger actually getting caught in that rundown makes sure Justin Turner comes in. Yes. Because I think he's dead to rights regardless. Yeah. So him kind of, and going back, I think to me was big. Really? I, I was opposite. I thought he was going to score already because they threw it at third. Well, they, looked, they didn't throw it at home. The, the issue is he looks. Bellinger looks back at, to see where the throw is, right? Because if it's going in the third, stand up, yeah. easy money. Dino's focused on Justin Turner mm-hmm. scoring, so he's kind of by himself. So, But just to have the baseball IQ to say, I'm not sure he crossed the plate yet. Yeah. Let me get in a mini rundown. Yeah. Well, he gets in a mini rundown, but yeah. let me just get in a rundown. Let me put the brakes on, kind of go backwards. Justin Turner scores. Interesting. Okay, I have a different perspective. I disagree. I think he wasn't paying attention. That's my thing. I know he looked back, but I don't think he was doing the, let me get in a rundown. He just said, crap, I got caught. You think so? I, yeah. I don't know. I think he's smart enough to understand I because think- he kind of, I think afterwards he kind of looks in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just thought, well, you know, like we said. Because he didn't even get in the rundown. It's, yeah, well, he got in a rundown barely. Well, I mean, he, well he was just, like, backed up. For me, I I, he for saw. Me, that's the thing that's the difference. I know what you're saying. Let's get in the mini rundown. It wasn't even a rundown. He, they threw it to him, and he just stopped. Well, like he stopped it, and, like, and made a stopped. few steps back. But I think I need to relook at the film or the yeah. tape on it. Yeah. I want to say he looks in and sees Justin scores and then gives himself up. Otherwise, if you're in a two-out situation, you should be getting yourself in a rundown, right, to try to beat it out. Sure, yeah. And he's I, fast enough to have... Figured something out. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I just don't think that's what happened. For me, for me, the outlook is because the way it is, it's not a I'm running. Make sure he scores. Okay, let me get it. It was he was full head of steam to third, and then they threw it to third. He's like crap. He looked. Did Turner score? Okay, we're good. That's what I think happened for me. But mm-hmm. we can talk about it. Like I said, that's over. That is done with. Today, Kershaw. <laughs> back to you know to just uh, redeem himself you know of anything that you know a lot of people like to talk about like we said Kershaw has been Kershaw has been great so far Two no, point. he's been great we talked about it in our post uh, post uh, not post but pre-production meeting yes we our did production meeting kind uh, of on Kershaw's uh, inflated stats I really like that Joe Buck kind of called out the Astros today yeah it is because he said you know if we you know he was amazing in game one. He was amazing in this game one. You know maybe the Boston one was okay, but you know Boston that, was only that was still seven innings, four runs. It's not the worst thing. Yeah, in the it's world. not the worst thing in the world because especially of the overall. But that game five really has taken a toll on his ERA in the World Series because of that. Um, but it was a it was a uh, uh, another rematch of game one. Of course, Glasnow went out again. Glasnow was a little better today, but still you know got gave, still couldn't get the fastball. Control. Just couldn't get the control. Uh, you know, the Dodgers did a good job. Mookie finally kind of did a little bit of something after that first game because he hasn't been uh, really prevalent um, showing up since game one, really. 0.83 average when yeah. the Dodgers lose. Yeah, so. He's a catalyst for this team, Matty. Yeah. That leadoff double today, tremendous. Huge. Tremendous. Huge, huge. And, of course, Seager jumping in. Face it right afterwards, yeah, man. Almost, and then Almost hitting 500. The uh, heads up running. Stolen um, base, uh, takes the base on a, on a pass, not a pass it's ball, not even but a, a ball. It's technically a wild pitch, but hey, on that pitch, that's not even a pitch most guys would go on. No, it wasn't. That's him kind of reading it quickly, uh-huh. and right out the gate, let me make sure I'm sprinting, right? Great. Yeah, he he, he produced a run with his legs, to be honest. Because he did. Because that ball, is, the distance is probably from you to me right now. Mm-hmm. And we are our six feet apart, but... Mm-hmm. It's it's between you and me where that ball is. Yeah, it's not that much. And he did he, he did his part, you know, of course. And then you know the Dodgers go out there and uh, Muncie helps him out a little. Muncie helps out Kershaw with that shot off glass. Now, of course, that was already three uh, two at that moment. But the big inning that we need to talk about is that fourth inning because uh, you know Kershaw gives up that 
single, I believe, or he actually gives up a walk to Manny Margot. Uh, steal second. The, the the throw gets into center. Chris Taylor with another error, unfortunately. Chris Taylor with another error gets to third. Now you're thinking, crap, you got third. Hey, no outs. On that review at third, I think they could have. I know it was really tight. I thought he was out. It was opposite, right? If they called him out, I think they would have stayed out. They yeah. Called him safe. It was kind of like, so you and I were talking about Corey Seager. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to him mm-hmm. in the first inning on that pass ball. It looked really tight. That was that was whatever the umpire called. Yep. Same thing happened with the Manny Margot. Yeah, really close. Like He kind of came off a little bit, but it was too, too, uh, too close. It was to too tight ball. to really say to whether or not it, it was off. Um, but listen, you got him at third, no outs. You know, Kershaw... Gets two outs, gets, you know... Pop out and a strikeout, right? Pop out and a strikeout after walking Renfro. Kevin Kiermaier on deck. I mean, batting. Oh, first and third. First and third, no outs. Yeah, first and Then he gets a pop out. Yeah, first and third. Sorry, Gets a strikeout. Renfro's already at first, so he's had to deal with the trouble with the two guys on already. Yeah, and then, you know, Kevin Kiermaier's batting, and Margot decides to steal home. And he got a nice, he got a good jump, let's no, be honest. he, he got, got a phenomenal a, jump. If, if you watch Kershaw, you know he does. His arms in the air, comes down to yep. set. And I think Manuel, uh, Manuel Margot take the perfect jump. Yeah, the he he, he was almost there, and um, Kershaw did talk about it later after his interview that you know he he knows that he does that a lot, so he has to be ready. It happened to him a while back in, with Carlos Gonzalez and uh, Carlos Gomez. I'm sorry in Houston, so that's a little while back. But he always tells his first baseman, if you see someone going, you got to tell me. You if you guys watch the replay, you see Muncie point probably shouting, and Kershaw does the perfect thing, which is step off and then throw. Because of course, if he does not step off, that is a balk. That's an automatic run. That game's tied three three. But instead, steps off perfectly, throws it a little bit off to the side. But Barnsy was able to. That's all I was going to say. Hey, Barnes made a great play right there. Yeah, because quick. that throw is not on the money. It wasn't. It wasn't. That's a little high to his right. Able to get it, bring it down really quick. That that play was a matter of inches. It was great, and I think that really uh, turned the momentum. And before we you know go on to the rest of the game, because there was a lot of moments still, because the bullpen had to do their job. Did you know um, that Kershaw when he steps off and he throws? To home to throw him out. They registered that throw. Do you know how fast it was? It couldn't be that fast. Oh, was it fast? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was. I, I would probably say it didn't look that fast. Maybe like 70. Perfect. 67 miles per hour. Yeah, no. He the short-armed fun- it. He short-armed. The funny part is that, you know, he the way he throws it looks so soft. But then you're like, 67. I know that's not for baseball players. But you know that if I throw my fastball the hardest I can, it's probably like 70 miles per hour. That's how hard he does. He literally- really, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to sound like a jerk. Yeah. I'd be really surprised if you touch 70. Really? Yeah. I could touch 70. You think you touch it easy? Yeah, because we've been... Pl- well, so if, if I keep throwing a little more, yeah, I probably could. Because I remember when I was a junior, my high, the hardest I threw was 65. So I think I could treat 70. I'd be really surprised if you... Man. If you're touching 70, I wonder what I'm touching. Dude, you, 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 you know you touch 80s. I don't know if I could touch an 80. Yeah, you do. I don't know. Yeah, you do. I've seen you throw. You can touch 80. If I had can... Somebody come freaking fix my mechanics and get me in the majors. Got, I think I can catch 90 at some point. Uh, you got to switch hands. If you were a lefty, I'll give you more chance. But since you're righty, 80 ain't going to cut it, buddy. You know, no, I need, I need somebody you know, to come fix my mechanics. I need to go up north to the driveline. Yeah, driveline. Maybe, yeah, that's driveline right. Driveline will fix me yeah, get my but, rotations but you know up. If, you're, <laughs> if you know you're a right-handed pitcher, mid-80s to low-90s, ain't going to cut anymore. it. Ain't going to cut it unless you got a wicked... Off wicked curveball or something or change-up. Start throwing sidearm 91, then you might be able to do Chad Bradford. But anyways... But what I was saying is just so funny because I was like, dude, even if I throw the hardest right now, he almost threw as hard as I mean. He literally lobbed it. Just lobbed That's it. That's why in I was there. laughing because I, I don't throw hard, guys. So it's, obviously, you can tell about Jerry's reaction. But don't worry. I even say it. Who do you throw. think throws harder, you or Gabe? 
Uh, we're pretty close. <laughs> um, let's not talk. Don't worry about us. We're not the professionals. Let's talk about the professionals. I know you're. He's looking. He's thinking about it. I'll give it to Gabe. Um, I don't know if Gabe touches seventy either, man. Uh, what I'm saying is, I was very my fastball <laughs> would be like Kershaw's. Sorry, talk. sorry, yes, yes. I'm not sorry, okay. Let's be honest. It's okay, but just be straight up. I'm not saying I hit seventy constantly. What I'm saying, if I threw the hardest, I could probably reach. Most likely, I'm living in the sixty fives with my. No, fastball. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kershaw, Kershaw like tossed it. Yeah, no. Even though yeah, we yeah. all say he's he lost velocity, which he has, he literally tossed it. And that thing was that you know mother effort was sixty seven miles per hour. No, yeah. I freaking try to throw it like a laser at sixty five <laughs> miles per hour. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta mention this is your. Um, but of course, it wasn't over that. That was big momentum swing. Muncie, of course, like I said, comes up four two home run. Then the bullpen has to get to work. Well, well here you're you're hitting a really big part. Um, so Kershaw gets that out right. Yep. You want to know how many base runners for the rest of the game? It's about three and a third. Uh, let me. I think I can get this because uh, this me comes in one, two. So three guys Ooh, three. get on base following that play. Remember, base hit right there by Kiermaier, and you're you had a tie game at that point because it was three three. Yep. Um, that was that when you say momentum swing, that was a huge momentum swing just because of that at bat. Kevin Kiermaier probably should have stayed in the box. Yeah, but that made it tough. Which what that tells you though, because I think on the telecast two on this it was the MLB Network one. Harold Reynolds, Harold Reynolds, who is amazing. I love his insight. But he believed that oh the Rays, you know, that's how they play. You know, no, 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 yeah, no. But it wasn't on. It wasn't the Rays. It was Manny Margot, Manuel Margot by himself. So this is what I think happened. Yes. If I'm getting my head in the Rays dugout. Yes. Kevin Cash is a smart guy. Kevin Very, Cash mm-hmm. knows Manuel Margot has been on those base paths against Kershaw probably. Oh, not even a probably more than anybody on that team. Yeah, because he used to be the former anybody, San Diego Padre. Exactly. Yeah. He played in San Diego. We Him played or San Red Diego Red probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, they play against him the most out of anybody, 20 times a year. So he probably has over 100 at bats. Close, definitely. Probably more than around 100 at bats against Kershaw. Yeah. He knows his tendencies. I think there was something said. Hey, if you think you get a good jump. Because he was already bouncing around at third, if you see. Yeah. I know no, it's hard to he see. Was, he was really bouncing around well, over there. Well, I mean, you could tell he was ready to go because he was able to steal second. You could tell he was he was comfortable with him with his, you know. Yeah, with his wind-up yeah. and his long delivery. He believed so he read him wrong. Well, I think something was said previously, like, hey, if you think you got it, you have the blessing already. Gotcha. Like, you don't need, ah, I forgot who's down at third base coach. I, I was constantly looking. You don't need the third base coach to tell you. Go now, go Yeah, now. yeah. You don't, you don't need that. The sign. The sign doesn't have to be on. There's if no you sign. feel it, you go. Exactly. That's what you're saying. And exactly. And I think that was said. And I think, let's be honest, if they call him safe, he's not. there are no reviews calling him out. Yeah. It was another one of those bang-bang plays yeah. that can go any which way. Yeah. So he got the perfect jump. You're right. It wasn't a called thing because even Renfro was looking like, oh, damn, I, I should probably take off the second yeah, just in case, yeah. right? If you see, he takes, like, the latest yes. steal right it there. It was not Most planned. But steal. what we're saying is this wasn't a, hey, you're going to steal home. No, this is, I think I got him. I'm going to go. You guys gave me the green light. That's why also Kevin Kiermaier, like you said, he should have stayed in there, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know. Kind of like out of shock. You're like, oh, sh- crap, he's coming. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, yeah. If he just stays there a little bit longer, that Kershaw throw is probably a lot more difficult because he would have no been, been right I almost think that he would have been like right there next to the ball from where Kershaw threw it. If Kiermaier stayed, it probably would have been like right underneath his No, I, 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 no you're, I agree. So I agree. he stays there. Now I got to throw around Kiermaier. Now I don't know what the ruling is, like if he would have thrown the ball and it hits Kiermaier. I think most likely it will be the same as anything. If he's in the box, 
doesn't move, let's say he doesn't make an attempt to get in the way, he's fine. Because that's his space, right? I think the only way it would anything would happen if it were like Barnes or like ran into him. Yeah. Which Barnes, may have happened, yeah, right? Because you don't the way know, that but we went. won't know that because, of course, it was not planned. Exactly. That was a big turning play. But huge play because, you you know, you go from a guy at third, no outs to you get out of the inning, you're 3-2. to two. Muncy's up next, like I said before. He crushes one, absolutely pimps it. But, well, he, he deserved to pimp it. That thing was No, bomb. that thing was absolutely bomb. Um, Jocks was a bomb today, too. Oh, Jocks Respect. was a bomb. Jocktober. We're in Jocktober right now. He's hitting, like, 350. Yeah, he's he's amazing. That was a freaking bomb off of glass now. The oppo, amazing. He, he pimped it, too. Rightfully so. That thing was gone. Uh, so, 42. They don't want that smoke. <laughs> they don't want that smoke. Um, Kershaw comes out again. A clean inning. You can tell that, that the, the out... From Margot, the home run from Muncy to give him a, a bigger cushion. He comes out first uh, clean inning because I think every inning he had somebody on. Of course, also unlucky because he had like a little the number by Kiermaier. Yeah, no, he, he was a little unlucky today too. Yeah, so he, he didn't have his best stuff, but he hey, grinded out. I didn't see any hard hits today against him. Did you? No, I don't think. Uh, Rosarena smoked it to Turner. Okay, that's the only play. Uh, that was okay. So this is so now we're going into the uh, bottom of the six. Kershaw's out there again. First pitch, Randy Rosarina smokes it, but Turner's there. Next pitch to Brandon Lau, jams him, pops up two pitches. And you're thinking, okay, maybe he can get through this. But right away, Roberts comes out, brings in Dustin May. I know a lot of people were probably like, how can you do this? Which I think is wrong because every time you're like, oh, Kershaw's too long out there. Take yeah, everybody out. is always complaining about Kershaw. Being but then Kershaw's pitching well. No, hold him in there. But let's say he gave up something. You're like, you held him in too long. So you guys have to understand, man. Like, chill out. It, it, it is hard. Um... Before he gets pulled, I just want to ask you this question see if yes. you know the answer. If you were paying attention, you probably do. Kershaw retired the last seven hitters he faced. Okay. How many pitches did it take him to retire those pitchers, uh, t- those hitters? Interesting. I don't know the answer. I'm pretty sure they saw it on the telecast. But there's so seven hitters. I'll eliminate two of those. So I'm thinking about the last five because those first two were two pitches, right? Hmm. How many pitches? I'm going to say 22, his number. Okay, I'm gonna say you you listen because it was actually 20 pitches to get Ooh. the last seven outs. That's less than three pitches a guy. That would have been cool. Is his number, huh? That, his jersey number. That's that would have been cool. Is that, is that why you went with it? Yeah, okay. I went No, I think Kershaw, in a sense, wasn't didn't have his best stuff. But mm-hmm. like I said, he's, when you face these elite guys, their best stuff or their worst stuff is a lot of guys' best stuff, and that happened today. Well, yeah, he was like able my to na- 67 mile per hour fastball. Exactly, it was his lob today. So he just was able to navigate. This shows, I know A-Rod's been beating it like a dead horse, and so has Frank Thomas, if you guys watch the post games, but he's a matured pitcher. Yeah. He's not, screw you guys, I'm going to get you with this freaking 95 right now. Yeah. I don't care. No, it's like, all right, I got 93 to play with. I got this curveball. My slider's not great today. But it'll do. Yeah. And he navigated through it. And like you said, it seemed early, but I think it was the right time. Well, they didn't. They talked about it because I know a lot of people saw him not really protest. Justin Turner definitely did. He said, He's hey, like, no, keep him in. He, he, you see the video. He said, You can get this mother effer. Um, so Turner, I like that about Turner, you know, doing that. But they said it was a planned thing, you know. 21 batters was kind of the idea. Yeah. That was the. If everything goes well, 21 batters. 21 batters, and to he go. also basically told him Lau was your last guy. So yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter, it was two pitches. It just yeah. happened to be two pitches, so everyone's like, whoa, you Ooh. know. But, but yeah, um, I think they, they agreed upon it. Yeah, Before because, coming out into the fifth, they both said, hey, Lau's your last guy. I think Kershaw said, yeah, I don't have it today. Yeah, oh, well, most likely he said, no, I can do it. But there was a little protest in the dugout, but I'm pretty sure he was like, okay, fine. And then I think 
for me, it was the right call because who's next? Margot. Single up the middle. He walked. He seen him. I think he was yeah. seeing. Overall, he was the best well, remember, player today. I told you, probably 100 at-bats against them. Yeah, he today he was the best player for the race, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was tough. He was I a, agree. He was a tough out. Um, but then May comes in and he strikes him out with the, you know, did you know? Margot, two for three. Yeah, Margot was two for three, but that two, that that three, the one that he didn't get hit, was a strikeout against Dustin May. Yes. Do you know Dustin May threw the hardest pitch of his career to Manny, Mar- Manny, Manny Margot in that pitch? With the the one hundred one. You know it was. You know what it was actually technically one hundred one point five. He almost hit one hundred two. No, and and that last pitch was dotted, mm. absolutely dotted on the outside Nasty. of the plate. Um, Margot had no chance at that. Mm. You know, I came on here on this wonderful show of ours. And I said, you cannot use Dustin May <laughs> yeah, you at did. all in this series. You did. I said that. And after that game two loss. After the game two loss, I, I felt he was broken down. He was a wreck. He was a pitcher you couldn't use. I am happy to say today that I was wrong. Yeah. I am very happy to say I was wrong. I love it when people prove me wrong about negative things. Yeah, that is and great. I love it when people prove me right about positive things. <laughs> but he came out and he pitched like Dustin May of the regular season. Yeah. And I think part of that comes to Dave Roberts saying, hey, this is your role. This is your role. Yep. No, this is your role. This is how I plan on using you. That's it. Rather than, um, he might be a starter. He mm-hmm. might not. And I know that's not all up to Dave Roberts. I know that's Andrew Friedman in the front office as well. Mm-hmm. But I think he finally had a clear idea, clear idea and understood the moment. Yeah. I want to say the first time he was a little amped up. They kind of said he was kind of finishing a little too early. Yes. He was, I think they said he was landing before the arm was ready to go, right? Yep. So he was trying to force it in there. And today he looked calm, cool, and collective. I agree. I and agree. He threw faster than he ever had. And I think that's part of it. That's coming in with the right mindset and the right mechanics. Yes. To kind of go in here and throw freaking darts. Yeah. I mean, he will, you could tell that their game plan was to move away from his cutter. Um, it was a lot of those two-seam two sinker, seam, two seam sinkers yeah. and the curveball. That's all he was working with today, but it was all he needed. Um, I know a lot of people would say, hey, man, he should have gone maybe one more in that inning where... Yeah, no, I, I was pretty surprised right there, too. He went one and, one and two-thirds today, yep. one hit, two strikeouts. And I'm kind of on that where I was like, mm, maybe you should let him go yep. here. He was going to face G-Man Choi. Mm-hmm. Now it comes down. Do you want to face... Do you want Dustin May facing G-Man Choi? Or do you want Victor Gonzalez going against Mike Brusso? Well, here's the thing. And it's not. I don't think it's Brasso, and I keep hearing Joe Buck say it, and I, in my heart, it's Brousseau. Brousseau. Brousseau, Brasso. I don't know. I think it's... And it's really bothering me. I. Th- you know what? I think he might be right. I think it's because it is B-R-O. Bro. But the, you're right, but then it's bro. That's bro. That would be the Brosso. Brosso. Brosso that he keeps saying rather than what I say. Well, you say... You say no, he was saying Brasso, and Bra- I was saying yeah. You say Brasso. I'm saying Brasso. Brasso. Brasso rather than Brasso. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Brett Favre is supposed to be Brett, Brett Fevra, so I don't know. It depends on how Mike Brasso. I like that one, but or, re- or one more. I wanted to really uh, sorry. Just because it really bothered me. He I said that name freaking twenty times. I know. So what what bothers you more though? Do you know? Is it Max Fried or Max Fried? Because if you read it, it's Fried. Uh, yeah, I know. I. It, you know what's funny when we first got Andrew Friedman? Yeah. I remember going, I talked to, I was talking to my grandpa about I'm like, yeah, we got Andrew Friedman. I'm like, like he's really good with him, but he's like, Friedman? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Friedman. No, it's Friedman. I think Friedman's a Jewish 
Yeah. Last name. So I gave him the. I just. I'm like, all right, Grandpa, you're Jewish. You probably know what you're talking about. <laughs> but but really, Max Fried. It's fried. It's not freed. It shouldn't be freed, but it's freed. I like that one though. Okay, okay, let's move on. Okay, so okay, Victor Gonzalez. Now you you thought about it. Uh, yeah. So want, I, to me, I'm like Dustin May. You're 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 rolling. I went with the gut instead of yep. the instincts, or rather than the analytics. Yep. Or as Big Poppy likes to say, the cybermetics. Yeah. He's really struggling with that him. one. Yeah. But um, I thought you should have gone Dustin May against G-Man Choi. They decided Victor Gonzalez. The thing with that, though, once again, it burns three hitters. It did. Uh, G-Man Choi was, was used but not used in this game at all. So Hey, if <laughs> I got to assume Kevin Cash is a smart guy. He knows that's going to happen. Yes. Why not throw out the Japanese hitter? Uh, so Tutsugo? Yeah, Tutsugo. For- and you probably get change anyways right maybe and you keep g-man Choi for later on that bat when you use to down the stretch in the freaking ninth inning that's a great point that's a great point now here's the thing the the situation itself that was presented much better chance of them scoring right there than they did that that next one the Tsugo one right yeah no uh, right well Tsugo let off no yeah, that's what i'm saying so g-man G- Choi, that that at bat is more important than that about technically well, then later on but you, 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 got, you got you I know what you're talking about. Is that no, you, it's I, I not totally like agree with you. who totally the hell's in the bullpen. No, you see who's in the freaking yeah. bullpen. You see that lefty getting ready yeah. for him because both guys know each other. They yeah. know what the tendencies for are. For me, for me, what it was is that you got a Rosarina next, right? And you want him up, which mm-hmm. they did give him up, but you want him up so bad that you rather use a guy who will get you there than a guy who won't. Because Sisugo is almost an automatic out at this point. I mean, he's hitting 200. It's the truth, though. Right? No, that's the truth. But then you go back to back, you got Brusso, who's Brasso, Brusso, who's had Brusso. a who's really dangerous. So like you're Brasso. thinking, you know why I think this guy can do it. You bring in G Man Choi. I get you because who knows, maybe you do that that uh like you said, you do that. You bring Tasugo, maybe the lefty doesn't come out, but Yeah, but then maybe, maybe they roll with Dustin May, but I don't We'll never know, right? We'll never know. But, but the good thing about Victor Gonzalez was that they did say out of everything about a Rosarina and Brusso who both hit lefties better, their weakness is a slider. And he throws a good slider. And he throws a good slider. Although it didn't work against Brousseau. It didn't. He walked, walked him. and then Dude, he, when he walked him, I was like, I knew we should have kept me. Yeah, you walked and him, and you're now you're like sweating bulls. You got facing the best the best hitter, hitter in these playoffs. I don't know about the playoffs. But okay, sorry. It's close, dude. Don't. don't you got to be Corey Seager dirty I know, but right you got to be. You gotta be no, be I understand. He is. Objective they're here. 1A, 1B right now. But um, and I normally don't question Dave Roberts, man. But <laughs> last night's Pedro Baez debacle made me question him so maybe that made me question him today that is, and that is fine like we talked about but today i think he did all the right things because you know, he puts I'm in Richard gonzalez and wow getting a render a randy a rosarina on that backdoor slider mm-hmm. Woo, you were like sigh of relief right there oh, that was a big sigh of relief i i i had the feeling that little pit in my stomach where we were about to go down three one <laughs> <laughs> or three two i just felt it in my stomach i'm like God damn it. I just know this is a freaking bomb to center field. Please don't do it to me. Yeah. And you know what? He got the out. I believe it was a pop fly to Cody. Yeah. And Cody made a very good run because it was kind of shallow. Yeah, he, he read the ball it, quick off the plate. I, I know this is irrelevant at this point. Do you think Belly has a better chance of catching that ball from Kiermaier yesterday than Chris Taylor? Do you think maybe he can make a play on that? Or do you think that was just in no man's zone? Uh, I, I know the back is... It makes the question irrelevant. But yeah. it's just... 
you it comes a question like, oh, you just in my does, head, does like, if you make that bobble, you don't know. No, I mean, I'm not even talking about the bobble. I yeah. I think the bobble is irrelevant. Does he make irrelevant. a play on it? I don't. Think does he so. just make that play? Because I, I, I think, think so. he's a lot faster than Taylor. Just yeah. because I think maybe he gives you that diving chance. Maybe he gets. It. I that's the only thing I thought. Of. I don't worry about the the bobble. The bobble is just that was that Bill Buckner play, man. It just happens. Yeah. It, it um, there's nothing you can do I don't about know. it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I really don't think so. So no, That's my only question. We can move back to today's game, Sunday. Game but, well, games. like we said, you know, you, they bring in Trinan against the single to Manny Margot, but... Yeah, that was a nice hit up the middle, too. Uh, nice hit up the middle, and then he does his job, man. Strikes out. Um, back-to-back strikeouts? Well, he struck out Adamas, and he got... Struck out Adamas. I think he got a pop fly. Yeah, pop fly. Pop fly and struck out a... No, I think uh, he got Meadows. Go- yeah, I think he got Tsugo to pop. No, he struck out Meadows. Single to Margot, strike out Meadows. Wendell flies out. Wendell flies out. Strike out Adamus. Strike out Adamus. Yeah, well, you guys keep saying Port Willie Adamus, but I, I need him to continue it. No, I agree, too. He's such a nice guy. I think he's a great guy. He talks a lot, and he looks like a, like he's happy out there, having a great time. Yeah, no. He, he really enjoys does. the game, which I love to see, but at the same time, it's like, please, you know. No, I agree. And, um... You know, we were talking about the Dodgers bullpen and that mo- momentum shifting uh, performance right th- or out yes. with uh, Manny Margot. I have a question for you. Starting from the sixth inning, how many base runners did the Dodgers get? How many of the base runners did the Dodgers get? One? Two. They had two walks. Yeah, that's not That good. bullpen was absolutely phenomenal after a night when they weren't when they were very shaky mm-hmm. last night, the Dodgers got one off of Castillo, which is probably their best guy. Yeah, one and off of Anderson. One off of Anderson. They just they were able one, to compile one off, some one off of Fairbanks. But what I was gonna say is that you didn't see Fairbanks and Anderson today, which so. might be a sign. You know what? Tampa Bay loves to go to that bullpen. I know it was only a sixty-game sprint, but there wasn't a big buildup. There wasn't those normal off days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your guys probably are gonna log in hundred innings regardless, but it's kind of like. Spread out. Yeah, it's been actually the other guys who haven't given up any runs. Uh, Curtis has given up runs, but like Sheriff has been phenomenal. Yeah, Sheriff has been good. Uh, I know Aaron Loop kind of leaked a little bit. Yes, I think yesterday he gave like two hits and they ended up scoring. But he's been a little better. Uh, the uh, Thompson Ryan Thompson has been good. He pitched again today. Yeah, I pitched again today. He was good. Uh, Diego Casillo kind of righted the ship today. He was a little better. But they got a run off to Casillo yesterday. Got, like I said, run off fair. Got an off run run off him twice, right? Oh, Castillo. Yeah. So that's their most deadly bullpen, uh, deadly arm. So right I mean there. that's a, that's a positive sign, but you know same thing for the Rays. You know they did hit us yesterday too. Our bullpen was, but but that's just a thing that I was looking at. Yeah. Um, hopefully, well not hopefully, but those guys are gonna get two days off now. Yeah. Nick Anderson and give me the other name. Uh, Nick Anderson, Peter Fairbanks, and that Diego was the one Christian. I wanted. Peter Fairbanks was the one I was looking for. They're gonna get two days off yeah. now, and I think you're gonna. Oh, well, they're gonna go Blake Snell. Look for Blake Snell to possibly have a very big game. Yeah, he was dominated amazing. last time. He did. I mean, the only the only benefit we had, or the good thing we did about Blake Snell, was that we kind of he was done by the fifth inning, kind of pretty much. Yeah, six, no, he six, went six. four and two thirds. I believe it was like seven strikeouts. He was amazing though. I mean, other than the two run shot, he, he, shut he, he shut down the Dodgers he until that last. Other inning. than the two run shot to Taylor, that's why it's important for the Dodgers to pitch it just to keep him in the game. Uh, Tony Gonsolin has announced as this game six starter. Hopefully that talk that he had with both that Doc had with both May and Gonsolin kind of told him, hey guys I know you guys are new to this and everything but we need you. Well, this is what I think is telling. You tell me if, what you think about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So since game two, 
Tony Gonsolin has not been in the bullpen. He's been sitting next to the starters on the bench. To me, that's a sign that, hey, starter only. Don't worry about coming out of the bullpen. Yep. Don't worry about being a starter. Yeah. Get your mind straight. Opener, for, opener, I got you. Yeah, or I'm sorry, what did I say? Starter. Okay, you. don't worry about being in the opener. Mm-hmm. It's your game. Go ahead and pitch it. Yes. Do you kind of think that happened in that conversation? Yeah. And he kind of told Dustin, like, both. Dustin, you're not starting no more. You're going to yeah. come out the bullpen, be our long relief guy when we need you. Yeah. That's your role now. Yeah, I think it was both. I think it was both, you know, saying, hey, these are your roles. Cause I, I know it wasn't it, clear cut before. No, it wasn't I think clear that's an cut. Issue so for young guys. Exactly. It was great for him to clear it up. That's what he said. Also, another big one was saying, at the same time, held, holding him responsible. You know, mm. guys, I know this is your first time in the World Series. You guys are amped and everything, but we need you guys to lock in. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't get to this spot without you guys. We needed you guys throughout the whole season. We need you guys in the Padres se- series. We need you guys in the Bray series. Even though they struggled, we still needed you. We need you now. Yeah. Dustin May came out and did his thing. Now Tony needs to do his thing. He doesn't need to pitch seven shutout innings, but he needs to give you guys a nice. If he gives me a solid five and two runs tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be thrilled. Yeah. Or even if he does four innings, no runs. That's fine. Four innings, okay. But, you know, because there's a day of rest, there's bullpen arms. But, of course, what you said would be great. If he pitches seven innings, it'd be awesome, right? If no, that'd be amazing. Right. If, he, if he pitches seven innings, then something's going right. Something's going right. But I'm just saying, if he can give you five innings, two runs. You're in the you're in a seat to win the game. Yeah, definitely you that's, are. That's just what I mean, and I well, think well, he, now he understands. Yeah, well, he that can't. This yeah. is your job. This is your job. He the thing that he cannot afford is walks. No walks. No walks. No walks. No walks. Limit the hits if you can. Solo shots. You know they happen. They happen. Rays do hit shots too. That's fine. But you gotta be able to limit the damage. Pick your spots. Do your job. And I think the talk will help him out because you're gonna be facing like we said a really a guy who's really good and Blake Snell. All right. So just looking at that next game, um, you're Doc Roberts. Mm-hmm. It's a tight game. Blake is gone. Yep. Gatterall's gone. Yeah. Victor Gonzalez is gone. Okay. Tight game, eighth inning, ninth inning. Who's coming at that bullpen for you if you're up? If you're up? I, is Kinley your guy for the ninth? Or do you, if you're up, do you kind of see an opportunity to put the nail in the coffin? And I see possibly two aces you could throw out there. No, I uh, definitely do not throw Walker Bueller at all. That's a no-no. I know you're like, you see you smiling, but no, not at all. Um, Just, I, uh, I'll tell you after, after what you said. Yeah, Kershaw for sure, uh, he's going to be ready. I think he'll be ready to go. I don't think you should use him. I was going to say, do you use him game six? Do you wait for game seven? Maybe you can piggyback him with... Walker Bueller. Nah. Um, we don't want a game seven first of all, so let's not worry about that. Let's worry about game six. That's our objective. I think if those, well, you guys, if you just said those guys are out, they've been that's used. It. Tony goes four. Afterwards, here comes Victor Gonzalez. Yeah. Throws an inning. That's the fifth inning. The sixth inning is thrown by Trinan. Trinan. The seventh inning is thrown by Gatterall. You're yeah. in the eighth, ninth. Who's coming yeah. out the bullpen? Joe Kelly? Yeah. Joe, I, there's obviously something wrong with Joe Kelly, in yes. my opinion, because there's a reason why he's come out twice in games mm-hmm. that or once right mm-hmm. that in a game that was kind of a big lead yeah i i think the way you do it like let's say hopefully if tony, Alex Wood? If tony can give you four that dustin may be ready for dustin may he he'll it's only a day off yeah but he you know only pitched an inning and a half he's you say you're he's, he's a bullpen guy now he, he's a bullpen guy but he yeah. doesn't have bullpen experience that's no. that's what in my head it would be the issue 
Um, no, Dustin May threw 30 pitches today. Yeah, he, he'll be ready. These are the three guys you have. Okay? Kenley Jansen, if all those guys have been used. Kenley Jansen, um, Dustin May, Julio Rios. Those are the guys who are locked and ready to go. That would be a throw day for Julio or his off, whatever it is, whatever throw day he has, but he'll have two days off by then. Yeah, that'll be his third day. Should yeah. be a bullpen day. Bullpen day. So So if he doesn't throw the bullpen, be ready for a bullpen in a actual game. Exactly. Um I think you were on to something there with I noticed you just don't want to say Kenley. No no, I said oh, Kenley. Did you say Kenley? I said Kenley, Dustin, Julio. If all those guys you said Blake, Gratterall are done that have been used, those are the three next guys. So ninth inning, game on the line, you're still going Kenley. I've been telling you ride and die with him, so I think you know who's, where I'm on. Yeah, it. who's been who's my other option, right? If it's not Dustin May. I'm not gonna go Dustin May. The story, no, I, I don't think I close with Dustin. No, May you either. don't go with Dustin. May. The only uh, only person you would go with is I think if what you said, if Blake's available, you go Blake, Gratterall maybe. I'm more comfortable with Blake or Gratterall, I guess. Not Victor Gonzalez either. So I'm thinking kind of right now for the story, the epic story that would lay. Lay out if they were up in the eighth inning. You hear California Love hit the eighth inning. And in 2017, do you remember how they finished off the National Series? 2016. 2016? Yeah. California Love. Yeah, Kershaw. Seventh and eighth. And then Kershaw came in and closed the game. I would not do that. That's what I wanted to see just for the story's sake. I think that would be amazing. The redemption feeling for Kershaw (coughs) being on the mound. No need to. No. Sorry. I am willing right now on the show. Yes. To make a bet with you. Okay. That that is how game six ends. No, I, I don't want to make any bets with you. There's We're not putting this on the line. This is up to fate. <laughs> Dodgers need to do their thing. I get what you're saying. The only Be ready way, for my text on <laughs> Tuesday. The only way I see Kershaw coming into a game, if the game's absolutely blown open, the Dodgers are like winning by like 10, you put Kershaw on the ninth inning. That's the only way I see that happening. It's kind of a. Does Kenley already throw if it's a ten run lead? Yeah, he's he's already thrown. He hasn't thrown at all. If you're I feel like you have to throw him just for confidence sake and for him to get that feeling because he is a lifetime Dodger. He's exactly. Been like 10 exactly. Years, right? But but we're talking about things that we hope are happening. They're not happening. They haven't happened yet. We still have a lot of game to go. Um, That's my prediction for Game Six. So be ready for that. Okay. Well, just like that, we do want to go ahead and start wrapping things up. Thank you guys again for listening to episode number twenty nine of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Uh, it's been lovely. It's Trust me, it was a stressful Sunday watching these sports, but I'm glad that we were able to come out victorious. Don't forget, guys, Habits365, Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy is your promo code to get 15% off. Uh, check all their things. It's amazing. A lot of things to wear. Men, snazzy women, shirts. Kids. Snazzy uh, sweaters. Talking about snazzy shirts. Don't forget, Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy t-shirts are still on sale, $15. Uh, please get your shirts, small, medium, large, whatever you are. It's going to look good on you. It's going to bring you good stuff. That uh, one feels amazing. That one feels awesome. And last but not least, you can find us on any streaming service. Uh, I'm not going to name them all for you because I think I've said it quite a few times. Uh, big news, we are going to be having our website where we're going to have all our episodes about us, pictures, everything you guys want to know, things that you want to talk about. Anybody who wants to collaborate with us, hey, hit us up. Uh, Jeremy, did you want to end with anything today? As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, what else are we on? MySpace. YouTube. 
Uh, you could find us on YouTube yeah. too. Just find us. I like on how you like, Yeah, he can find us there. Find man. us there too. No, guys, uh, you can find us anywhere, and we're always happy to hear from you guys. So make sure you guys leave us comments, suggestions, games you want us to play. Because I think we're gonna about to, in about a week or so. We're gonna get into a lot more different. Yeah, that'll stuff be fun. It'll be uh, more games. It'll definitely be a little bit uh, not as stressful. I'm not gonna let you. Yeah, know. it won't be as stressful. We'll be on free agency watch, which I'm really looking forward to in the NBA. News is maybe December start time. MLB watch. Yep. Oh, I love MLB free agency too. That one's one of the funnest things ever. But that's about it, guys. We look forward to hearing you guys on Wednesday for episode number 30. 30. Big old 30. 30. Usually you're over the hill when you're 30, 30. Oh, no. We're just hitting our prime. There we're we like, go. uh, we hit our primes in the 30s. Everybody now? Everybody. 30's a new 20. Don't forget that. Exactly. So, look forward to hearing you guys pretty soon. All right, guys. Like always, guys. Like always. Much Much love, love, everybody.